Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week in preparation for Sabbath, May 29th, we look at Lesson 9, Covenant Sign. Together, let's explore how the perpetual sign of the Sabbath is something that grows not only from God, but also in our relationship with Him. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word. And together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study. Okay, here we are, Lesson 9, Covenant Sign. Our memory text comes from Exodus 31, verse 16. It says, Wherefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe observe the Sabbath throughout their generations for a perpetual covenant. Uh, This is a covenant sign. We're talking here, of course, about the Sabbath. And listen here, before we get into that mode of mind saying, oh, here we go again, we know all about the Sabbath. Every time we look at it, we learn something new. So hopefully today in our, our lesson, we find out even more uh, deeper meanings behind this. So, Michael, tell us a little bit about origins. Yeah, you know, and this, what a great lesson to focus on with covenant, you know, because covenant is promise. It's yes, about relationship. It is. And really the Sabbath at its at its best is all about relationships. So um, I was driving on the highway uh, last week and saw someone uh, that had purchased this huge billboard, the seven, seven days, the Sabbath, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's one thing to be correct, but, um, and I, I'm all for and believe in the seventh day Sabbath, but if we don't understand the purpose behind it and you won't get the purpose, if you don't get the origin, how did it begin? How did it start? And that's all the way back in Genesis, Genesis two, Uh, two and three and on the seventh day God ended his work which he had done and his and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done and then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made and so you know what what a beautiful story right there I mean we have in a nutshell God created the Sabbath as this special relational thing between him and humanity. Uh, and and, and uh, the other verse that's mentioned here in this passage is um, Exodus uh, uh, chapter um, 20, verse 11, uh, where we have the Ten Commandments. And again, God's reminding them to keep the Sabbath, uh, to keep it holy. And he gives the rationale behind it. Um, and... Uh, says for in verse 11 for in six days the lord made the heavens and the earth the sea and all that is in them and rested the seventh day amen um and therefore the lord blessed the sabbath and hallowed it he he made it sacred right yeah he did um so god is the creator he created us he created the sabbath and these were meant by his own example to show us to teach us uh in a very relational way um that spiritual connection that's there and uh every week we have that reminder of that relational reminder uh of spending time uh to god you know i I like what you said there michael with your 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 beginning antidote which is the sabbath is this relational thing that between us and god yeah but sometimes we've made it an argumentative thing of trying to prove something Mm -hmm. but we sometimes in doing so we miss out on the joy for ourselves yeah which is if someone else doesn't want to enjoy chocolate ice cream in my fridge it's fine. I, it means I get to enjoy it. But just because they don't like chocolate ice cream or they don't mm-hmm. want it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I don't get to say, all right, well, I, I'm telling you how good it is. But if you don't want to enjoy it, it's fine. And I still care about you. Right. Uh, yeah. Hopefully one day you'll see that this Sabbath thing is so great 
because of the way that I observe it and the way that I live my life, that that's what convinces you, mm-hmm. not just because I can prove to you with uh, these texts and saying, see, this is what you ought to do, because we're missing out on the joy of the Sabbath. Yeah, you know, and, and the, the bottom line is that God as God, the God of the universe, the God who creates things, he doesn't get tired. It's not like he needs the Sabbath, no. right? I mean, God doesn't need the Sabbath for his own benefit. So therefore, God's creating it for the benefit of us. Yeah. He By the way, I want some of that chocolate ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. It's a, it's a new Bluebell one. My wife picked oh, it up. It's, it's delicious, by the way. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Well, um, tell us what happened, you know, the Sabbath up till Sinai. Uh, what's going on here, Buster? Yeah, so this is, uh, maybe you've heard this before, but this is for the children of Israel, and they're given manna, right, mm-hmm. in the uh, in the in the wilderness. I've always wondered what that would taste like. Oh, I, I, I have, I have, I have as well. I, uh, one of the most memorable children's stories: a lady crumbled up angel food cake in little baggies and gave it to us. Really? And it was, <laughs> I, I, it stuck with me. I was like, like seven or eight when yeah. she did this, and uh-huh. it stuck with me, right? So some so, angel food cake. Huh? Angel food cake. Just crumble it up and you know, just imagine, right? right Use your imagine. imagination. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's some 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 pretty strict rules about the Sabbath observance surrounding manna. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I say strict simply because this. He says, I don't want you collecting it. I want that day to be a day where you spend time with me. And, wow. and instead of reading just 23, uh, I want to read 27 and 28 of Exodus 16. Okay. It says, now it happened that some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather, but they found none. Mm-hmm. All right. So he told them, don't go out the Sabbath, collect, right? If you do. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. He gave them a double portion on Friday, mm-hmm. the day of preparation, right? Mm-hmm. And then verse 28, and the Lord said to Moses, how long do you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? So they went out and found none. And, and God is, he's, he's hurt. Yeah. He's saying, I want to spend this time with you. And you're out looking for this manna that I told mm. you is not going to be there. You think I'm a liar? <laughs> mm. Right? Yeah. Uh, and, and look, look, think about it today in today's terms. Mm-hmm. God wants to spend time with us. Yeah. And he is sanctified that day. And he's saying, I'm calling and beckoning you. And we're like, eh, I don't know about this. Yeah. Do you think God's a liar? Mercy. I don't think he is. I know mm. he's not. I, yeah. I know that there is a blessing that he gives us on that day. I know mm. that there's a reason why Seventh-day Adventists, sorry, uh, th- those who observe live uh, between seven to ten years longer than mm. the national average. And that's, yeah. yes, that's the health laws, that's everything else. But, but sleep patterns and the Sabbath rest has a mm. huge part of that. That kind of whole person thing. Yeah, it plays a part in circ- circadian rhythms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, science is proving this, it's backing it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, you know more about this, but I think it was the French who went to the 10 day work week and they found out it's like, it's just awful, right? Yeah, and people try to mess with that and it just never seems to work. Huh? It never seems to work. Mm. Uh, and, and part of it is because our creator knows us, he created mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. right? We are yeah. well oiled machines. We're not really machines, but mm. uh, if we take care of our bodies, God knows how to do it. And so therefore he's saying, I want to, I, I want you on this day. And if you follow me, yeah. you'll be blessed. Yeah. Um, and it talks about the day of preparation for the Sabbath Friday, which is the day of the week. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but one, one question asked here is the Sabbath, a day for fasting of fasting. Mm. Ask this in this week, uh, yeah. this week's lesson. That's a good question. Yeah. You know, I, I think there's a, not fasting necessarily from food because we mm-hmm. find out on the Sabbath they they ate wow. quite well. Yeah, but I think it's a day to to actually put away some of the technology to Maybe put away the distractions. Yes, hmm. stop being distracted. Yeah, <laughs> and focus in on what matters, which is God mm-hmm. and others, other mm-hmm. people. Uh, the fellowship of believers on the Sabbath day is one of the most beautiful things. A couple of weeks ago, Michael, we went over to your house and. Mm-hmm. 
just have fellowship. We look down yeah. our clocks and it's 630 and we're saying, whoa, what happened? Yeah. Well, we enter the joy of the Sabbath and communion with one another. Yeah. So uh, let's remember that. And yeah. now, Michael, I, I know this is the title of our, our lesson this week, but talk a little bit about covenant sign. But I think before that, you had something else. Yeah, I, I had one more thing. I was just reminded of uh, a few years ago, I went to a conference with David Kinneman, uh, who's with the Barna Group. Yes. And he was telling us, you know, you guys have something just amazing for this new postmodern millennial, yes. whatever you want to call it, but this new generation here today that is just so absorbed in technology. And he said, you know, if I were you guys and you have this, this concept of Sabbath, ooh, ooh. I would be capitalizing on on that is something so relevant Let's for go. the world in which we live right now. People are just yearning for that relational aspect. Yeah. And that, you know, everything on social media and all these things seem to be so often so artificial, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 people just crave never before to the, you know, just to want to have those kinds of relational connections, deep, meaningful there we relationships. Go. That, that's, you know? it. that's it right there. It's not not how many friends you have yeah. and how influential if your post goes viral. It's really truly about people that care and building those relationships. And so, so, so Michael, to add to that, there's yeah, yeah. Uh, our the Sabbath message is actually mm-hmm. getting out there, but it's not really being perpetuated as much by Adventists uh, as Isn't it should be. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that yeah. other people are saying, you guys have something that you're just sitting on something amazing that you have that's so relevant for the world in which you live right now. Well, I'm thinking about people like John Mark Comer, who's, yeah. uh, who was a mega church pastor in, yeah. in Portland, Oregon, but he's uh-huh. written a book about yeah. the Sabbath rest. And he and his family, yeah. he and his family observe Sabbath from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, and then he preaches Sunday morning, yeah. right? Yeah. And what they do is they put their cell phones in a shoebox and they put it in the top shelf of the closet, turn them off, and they don't open them up again until after the Sabbath. That's amazing, right? Yeah. And and he has a podcast about the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. He's joined in by several other evangelicals who are coming out like broadcasting this message, and but it, it they're focusing in on the relational aspect, mm-hmm. not just the the how do you say it the legislative aspect right right, <laughs> right? what you do or don't necessarily do <laughs> exactly uh, <laughs> we, we've made it this pros and cons if you mm. don't then you're going to be lost yeah. and they've made it this thing of relationships mm-hmm. and that's honestly yeah. the reason why that's what god is talking about here in yeah, exodus 16 exactly. Exactly. so tell us a little bit more about covenant sign michael absolutely well um Exodus 31, verses 16 and 17. The Israelites are to observe the Sabbath. Mm. Now, catch this. Yes. Celebrating it. Uh, wait, stop. Wait, <laughs> we don't do that. Celebrating We, we don't it. celebrate. <laughs> Sabbath is a day for quiet and reverence. Sorry. Oh, you know, you know, I'll be quiet. <laughs> I, I remember one of my good friends, he would always have a treat for his kids when they were really, really little that he would only give them at church on Sabbath. And I said, why are you doing that? You know, he said, because I want them to always connect. The idea of Sabbath is something that's something really fun. It's joyous. And and I like that kind of commitment. And I'm saying you have to give your kids something on Sabbath, but, but just chocolate ice cream for breakfast on Sabbath. Yeah. Right. Michael told, (laughs) uncle Michael told me. (laughs) (laughs) Come into your house. (laughs) And, and, and it's a, it's a celebration. So God's even telling Israel celebrate, celebrate, 
celebrating it for the generations to come as a lasting covenant. It will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever. For in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth. And on the seventh day, he rested and was refreshed. So we're just reminded of that creation account again. Uh, but it's that sign. And I think, you know, for me, the Sabbath, if if the Sabbath truly is incarnational and transformational in every aspect of our lives, how we treat one another, how we view the environment, God created the world. It's true. So we should be stewards of the environment, of the world around us. We should be uh, connected with our Heavenly Father and, and spiritually um, that kind of vertical aspect as well. All of these things together show that how you live your life is different. Um, and back to what you were talking about before, this concept of wholeness, how, you know, when people see that the way you keep Sabbath is so joyous, it's so um, celebratory that you, you see what an impact in, a, in the best way possible it's made in, in your life and in your family. And people say, I don't know what you have, but I want it. Yes. I want it. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so I think that's really what the sign is. It's not like some secret sign, some secret thing, you know, <laughs> some secret code or some secret mark or whatever. Um, there's, yeah. there's nothing hidden or secret about it at all. In no, fact, it's no. a very, uh, it's an uh, open incarnational. It's, it's, a uh, uh, yeah, exactly what you said. Open. Um, it's this thing that just changes everything about how we live our lives. And so, uh, for me, that, that's just, um, that's, that's what a sign of a covenant is all about. By the way, Hebrews 4, 1 and 4 talks about this, and I'd be remiss if I, if I didn't, um, at least highlight verse uh, four and even verse five. It's talking about the Sabbath and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. Again, this reference to creation and then verse five. And again, in this place, they shall not um, enter my rest. And what that's talking about is those that don't keep, right? Um, that miss out on that resting aspect. And and so God's not talking about just you need an extra hour of sleep on the Sabbath. No, no. God's talking about spiritual rest. Again, relational, that connectivity, um, not with our phones and not with the social media uh-oh, or whatever, uh-oh. but but with God Amen. and with our people around us, you know, in, in community as well. So um, that's really covenant as sign. Um, Buster, let's look at Wednesday. Um, how does this lead to sanctification? Yeah, you, you know, it's keeping on with that word sign of sanctification. Mm-hmm. Right there, beginning of Wednesday's lesson, it says, you shall keep my Sabbaths, for this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I, the Lord, sanctify you. And so there's two two very important words I want to look at here. That first word, sign, right? Um, yeah. And so it's oath, right? Mm-hmm. And which this can be a beacon, an omen. This mm-hmm. is a mark. Yeah. Not the mark of the beast. This is a, <laughs> this is a good mark, right? Uh, the one you want. Yeah, but people can see it. Yeah. They can see that you're living differently. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. Yeah. But I, I love the term beacon. Oh, Right, a lighthouse has a beacon right, that leads right. the ships yeah. to say, "This is where the shore is. Be mm-hmm. careful, or yeah. come on in." Yeah, uh, and the the same thing is, it's not a it's not a grappling hook, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't grab people and force them to come to you. Right, it is something that compels. Wow, right? It compels, and mm-hmm. so this is, this is supposed to be a sign. And that word sanctify, it's be- beautiful kadosh, which is to appoint, bid, to consecrate. Uh, mm-hmm. We we find this. 
uh, he's saying, I, I, I want to do these things for you. I want to sanctify you. I want to, I want you to be my mm-hmm. sign. I want you to be my beacon to right. show this world that I am your creator. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't help but go to the three angels message, right? Exactly. As we worship his creator, yeah. the world will then know to every kindred nation, tongue, and people. It's not mm-hmm. just our words that are saying this. It's yeah. our lives. Yeah. The sermon of our lives is speaking. And uh, it asks this question. It asks us to look up uh, the text above paragraph, but it says, in what ways do these texts help us to understand what it means to know the Lord? Mm. And, and it is so important to know him, but the only way we can truly know him is by truly getting a deeper relationship, spending time with him, getting yeah. to know him through his word, but also getting to know him through others. Yeah. Uh, this week, my prayer partner and I, uh, we talk every Friday, but mm. we gave each other assignment to talk to some of the most spiritual people that we mm. know yeah. and reach out to them and find out their spiritual practices. Wow. And man, the, wow. the, the wealth of gold that we've mm. mined. Mm. Uh, I mean, all yeah. the way from just uh, different ways of spending time with God, but uh, one of the one of our mentors said, "Hey, just every decision you make, just have a conversation with God." Yeah, you know, he's like, "When you're eating, God, is this the best decision I should make?" Mm-hmm. So just walk, actually walking with God, having yeah. a relationship with Him, and that those are some of the ways that we get to yada, right? To know God, mm-hmm. which is our original. By the word. way, I'm I'm reminded of that Adam knew his wife Eve. Yes, right. right? I mean, yeah, uh, and and that's not just a reference to uh, sex and sexuality, no. but um, that's that's a, a, a you know, because because sex is not just a, a physical act. It's and as you know, you and I both know in in marriage relationship that it's a covenant as well. It is, and and so and 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 it brings some so much deeper intimacy and meaning between a husband and wife than can any. I can't think of any other relationship that that's quite like that, right? I mean, right. Uh, within and, and God's saying, I want to have that deep intimacy uh, with each and every one of you. Um, and one of the ways that we do that is again through Sabbath uh, mm. on a spiritual level. God wants to know us in the deepest recesses, our innermost being. God knows us emotionally. Um, and so many different levels uh, to the deepest, innermost aspects of our lives. And God wants us to covenant, wants us to keep that holy, wants us to commit that to him. Amen. Amen. So, Michael, uh, finish this up here with Thursday's lesson, which is remembering the Sabbath. Yeah, you know, um, it's interesting. All these different texts, uh, Buster, that we've been looking at, you know, talks about creation. But so often the Sabbath is tied to this word remember, not just in Exodus 20, where you have the Ten Promises or the Ten Commandments, sometimes we say. Uh, But here we have again and again, God wants us to remember. And there's something uh, sacred about that act of remembering that we do that as as we do that, we we remember certain things because they're important to us. You know, talk about marriage again, (laughs) (laughs) right? Um, uh, Anniversaries. Yeah. Yeah. My wife was wondering, do you remember our anniversary that's coming up, right? Yeah. yeah. We, We need to do something special. It's one of the big ones coming up here. And uh, are we going to do something special together? You know, um, those kinds of things. Remembering my kids, they'd be pretty upset if I didn't remember their birthdays. Yes, they would. <laughs> you know, Michael. Actually, I have a cheat uh, because do you? Uh, uh, the uh, Charles and Kate, right? Right. Yeah. Milton. They got married on our uh, two years after us. So. 
<laughs> so usually the news makes a big deal about it a couple of days. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's our anniversary, right? There so, you go. You got a natural yeah. news cycle yeah, exactly. the reminder news, for The you. news reminds us, so, so I never forget. It's awesome. <laughs> but those dates are important. We remember are. them because of the relational aspect. Those yeah. are people that matter in our lives. We want to make sure, hey, I want you to know I care about you. Amen. And, and the Sabbath, same thing. God says, hey, uh, pay attention. I want want to make sure that I that we stay connected. Amen. And that's really what this remembering thing is all about. Yeah, it is. So, um, well, you know, thinking about, <coughs> excuse me, Sabbath right. is covenant, is sign. Um, again, think of a more beautiful way that God uh, all the way back at the very beginning and throughout history and we know through eternity. Isaiah talks about this going mm-hmm. on. You know, Sabbath's not going to just end. Uh, but this is, again, a, a perpetual uh, part of this relational aspect of our, our walk with God that he wants our attention. He wants to stay in covenant, in relationship with you and me, um, not just on the Sabbath day, but especially on the Sabbath day yeah. as a celebration of that relationship. Yeah. He wants to he wants to continually uh, rekindle our relationship every yeah. week, making sure that we have something to, to go off of yeah. in our relationship with him. And by the way, I want to challenge our listeners, you know, think about, um, you know, talked about fasting and stuff like that. I'm not going to, there's no, there's no commandment saying thou shalt not do social media or <laughs> look at your cell phone, but, but maybe try it. Yeah. Try it and yeah. see what happens, you know. Try it as a family, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Try to make take, a commitment. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, make a challenge to say, let's see who can stay off our phones for the longest. Right. <laughs> I know my, uh, well, my kids don't have cell phones yet, but I know eventually, like, oh, I lose, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's something to do. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah, no, I just, I love it. And, and spend some time in nature. Do yes. something fun together to make Sabbath a celebratory experience that um, you want to look forward to. And, and that's going to look different for everybody, I think. It is. You it know? is. Everybody enjoys doing different things. But but find something that you as a family or you as an individual uh, will find um, something tantalizing that you will just can't wait for the Sabbath to come because it's going to be that just that extra special uh, time with you and God and the people you care about. Amen. Amen. Well, I can't think of a, a better way to end than, than for us to remember, right? Yeah, to remember. So I think we'll put a wrap on that for this week. So this is Sue. And Swoops, signing out. As we put a wrap on this week's lesson, this is Campbell Swoops signing off. By the way, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, the Southwestern Union of Seventh-day Adventists and Southwestern Adventist University, which has for over 125 years provided a Christ-centered education just 20 minutes south of Fort Worth, Texas. We love teaching with personal colleagues, offer quality academics, and provide numerous ways to get involved both on campus and across the globe. To learn more, visit swahu.edu or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org.